to write for a living, the seven things I wish I'd known. Many people dream of becoming professional writers. Getting paid to share your thoughts with strangers is a pretty good gig. I've been a full-time writer for over a decade. And in the spirit of my last post on college advice, here's what I wish I had known before starting. First, though, some caveats. Writing is tough. Few who write regularly make a living doing it, and many of those who do barely scrape by. So, as with entrepreneurship, most people would be better off with a regular job than trying to earn a living writing. Now that said, even if writing isn't your primary source of income, it can still be worthwhile. Writing, like painting, music, or languages, is fun, and it can also be a great source of opportunities because it has spillover into other professions. Thus, becoming a decent writer is often a good investment. Finally, Writing is a broad discipline. I make money through courses and nonfiction advice books. Therefore, what I have to say will mean little to someone who wants to be a journalist, novelist, or poet. Although the underlying skill is similar, the industries aren't. Don't expect my experience to transfer if you're hoping to become the next J.K. Rowling or Tom Wolfe. That being said, here is my advice to people who enjoy writing and wouldn't mind being paid for it too. Number one. Your audience is your most valuable asset. Success as a writer depends almost entirely on having a critical mass of people who want to read what you write. A common mistake new writers make is to try to monetize too quickly. Many new writers have only a handful of subscribers, and yet they try to write books or create courses to sell. Look, I understand this impulse. There's a desire sometimes to validate your writing early on by proving that you can earn a little money from it. But this gets the difficulty of professional writing backward. The hard part isn't coming up with something to sell, but having people who plausibly want to buy it. A good general principle is not to try to sell anything, including writing a book, until you have 5,000 regular readers. If that sounds like a lot, well, it should. Getting 5,000 people to read your writing consistently is not easy. But it shows that you have something people are interested in, which is why building your audience should be your priority. Number two, don't worry about quality until you've written 100 essays. Many writers obsess over their style when they haven't produced enough to have one yet. 100 essays is probably a good benchmark to hit before worrying about whether or not your writing is good. Again, this sounds like a lot, and it is. Writing 100 essays is probably a year's worth of work. But it's a year that will tell you what kind of writer you are and give you a starting point for trying to improve. Writing this much will also get you over your inhibitions about putting thought into text. Trying to produce the perfect essay right out of the gate will only lead to crippling writer's block. Number three, write what you like to read. Emulate the writing you enjoy reading. And there's two reasons for this. First, it's next to impossible to write well in a style you don't enjoy. A good piece to write is something you would have chosen to read if you could read it over fresh. Second, imitation can be a starting point for creative success. Now, while I don't condone plagiarism, there's nothing wrong with dissecting a piece of writing you like and trying to produce something similar. Often the finished product will look quite different, but learning what makes other writing work will help you and improve your own writing. A side effect of this process is that your writing will often start out looking like a second-rate version of another author you like, and this is normal, and it doesn't last forever. So my early writing had a bit too much influence from Steve Pavlina, for instance. But over time, you add more and more influences, and your style will evolve spontaneously from the unique amalgam. Number four, you may never feel smart enough. I never felt qualified to write. 
And I used to think the feeling would go away as I learned more, grew older, gained recognition. But I believe now that this feeling of insecurity is a stable illusion caused by the very act of improvement. Two factors influence this insecurity. So the first is that your taste inevitably outstrips your ability. So you can always appreciate writing that is better, smarter, more thorough and incisive than your own. You get better as a writer, but you improve even more as a reader. The confidence gap widens even as your absolute abilities grow. The second factor is that there's no end to mastery. You can always learn more about a topic as each piece of learning tends not to consolidate your views, but fractionate them, provide more opportunity for nuance and distinction. Every piece of writing beneath your current understanding seems oversimplified. Every piece that's above it seems pedantic. Your level of understanding rises, but the two sides forever remain. I don't prescribe blind confidence. Instead, acknowledge your perspective will always be imperfect and find the courage to create something anyway. Use the doubts you feel as a motivating force to better yourself, not as a barrier to prevent yourself from getting started. Number five, don't write alone. Success as a writer means navigating the ever-changing sea of systems, social media networks, and outlets that people use to find success. And while marketing alone won't make you a successful writer, it's also true that absence of this knowledge can be fatal. Unfortunately, this type of information is nearly impossible to learn from a Google search. You need friends who also write, and that way you can share what is working, learn about opportunities, and refer to each other's work. Networking and marketing savvy tend to be force multipliers. They won't help you if your writing is paltry, but it becomes easier to make friends who will help you if you write enough interesting stuff. Number six, look for extreme bets. Now, most writing will never be read by anyone. And of what remains, the vast majority will stay confined to the narrow corner of the internet they were birthed into. But a few pieces will travel widely. It only takes a few such pieces to build a career. The easiest way you can increase your chances of success is simply to write more. Writing has a large random component, and thus the optimal strategy tends to be profligacy. However, there are also predictable components to what makes writing interesting. Producing something one-of-a-kind doesn't guarantee that people will like it, but if they do like it, then at least you won't be competing against the hundreds of near substitutes. In my case, the MIT Challenge remains my most popular project, and much of that I couldn't have anticipated. But part of it is that it was such an extreme bet that there was little else like it online. I still recommend a quantity-first strategy. But once you've written your first 100 essays, start thinking about how you can push into an extreme that will set you apart. Number seven, use writing to build indirect opportunities. Despite all my previous advice, it's still rare to achieve success solely from writing. Given that I make money selling courses, it's not even clear if I count in that regard. However, writing can be a good tool for leveraging other opportunities. Sometimes that means landing a more prestigious job, getting on a cool startup, or just meeting interesting people. Being an engineer, accountant, or manager who also writes well is a powerful combo. And while it's great to make a living writing, it works best when you're happy to do it for free. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. 
More of my work can be found on my website at scotthyoung.com.